Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Dr. Fred Gross is a psychologist, rabbi, author, and amazing business coach. This episode is dedicated to designing a magnificent life, a tall order, but one that is achievable. Frequently referred to as the unfair advantage by superachiever clients around the globe, Dr. Gross could also be called the father of the modern day coaching and mentoring world. Some 40 years ago, in his thriving psychotherapy practice in Phoenix, Arizona, a number of Dr. Fred's clients began to engage him as their corporate consultant. Word got out, and these days, he is coach and mentor to some of the highest achievers around the world. Dr. Fred specializes in helping people bring out their talents and passions, connect with their souls, and to create what he refers to as a magnificent life. An international speaker, business psychotherapist, consultant, and coach, Dr. Fred, as he is lovingly referred to, is now in his 80s and teaches profound life-changing strategies. Dr. Fred has been my business and life coach on and off for over 25 years, and he's also featured in my book, Rescue Me, a makeover guide for a life more fabulous. His book, Black Belt of the Mind, is both extraordinary and groundbreaking in that it literally spells out the path to planning your best life and taking accountability for everything you bring into it. In this episode, we discuss designing a life that is worth living well into your 90s and beyond. He shares his coaching strategies to understand and expand the goals and experiences that set your soul on fire and how to bring joy, energy and purpose into every day. This episode will transform the way you look at relationships. Dr. Fred believes that all relationships are renewable contracts, your health and your happiness. I'm so honored to bring the wonderful Dr. Fred Gross to the Ageless by Rescue podcast. Bahar, let me ask you a question right now. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your life overall? One to 10. I would say I'm at about a seven at the moment. Okay. I'm about a 10 all the time. And one of the things I would like to push you and other people to is to figure out how every day can genuinely be 10 out of 10. So if you normally in a small poppy world, life throws you its experiences and you react to them. You're the victim of time and experience. I teach people that's the starting point. It's like a bush. If you want to do topiary or make beautiful bushes, you start with the bush and then you trim it. In this case, I would like people to figure out where their one to 10 is and then learn how to add to or subtract from activities and people that make the day 10 out of 10. What that means is that there are things that make your heart sing 10 out of 10. There are experiences that make your heart sing. It might be a cup of coffee. It might be a cuddle. It might be a hot bubble bath. It might be getting your nails done, whatever that is. And I'm asking you to pay attention that if you drop below 10, I would like you to have a huge list of what I call 10s, 25s, 50s, and 100s. A 10 is something that makes your heart sing on a daily basis. A 25 is something that makes your heart sing on a fortnightly to monthly basis. 
and a 50 to 75 several times a year, like going to Europe or taking a motorbike ride around Australia. And so what I ask people to start doing is to harvest from inside of themselves the things that make their heart purr and feel good. And most people don't focus on that. If they go back and they think, they think of being bullied, they think of awkward things being punished, rather than to go through their consciousness, what we call long body, the spirit, and from that harvest the things that really move you. And everyone I love, for instance, uh, a cappella music, I like opera. I love fine coffee. Nobody has to talk me into that. There are things that everyone loves. And if you can have a master menu, you can have a seven-day and then add your little peanut, your little daughter, in, and add in your new boyfriend, and add in music. And all of a sudden, the seven-day with a fine dinner can really be a ten-day. And what happens is you actually train your unconscious to not allow you to settle for less than ten out of ten. And that's called designing a life rather than accepting it. Many people are victims of life. In other words, whatever happens, happens, and they talk about being helpless and unable to change, and I think that's absurd. I can make every day 10 out of 10, no matter what's going on, and uh, we did. We've done that for every day for the last five or 10 years. My wife and I do things together. You know, one of the um, things that I said at the beginning of the podcast is that you are a psychologist at but you also have a really deep spiritual aspect of the work that you do. And I'd love for you to share perhaps some of the science behind what you're suggesting in terms of harvesting your subconscious and also creating visual imagery that you can remember because not even doing it, sometimes just remembering a 10 out of 10 experience or a 50 experience can um you know, trigger the same hormones as. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about the science behind that. There's no science behind it. It's experience. Science is something you do systematically. Inside of you, Bahar, and inside of every person are all kinds of unconscious patterns, some of which make you feel good. So if you remember when somebody yelled at you or you had road rage, you'd have one experience. If you remember the first kiss from a new boyfriend, that will give you a different experience. And I'm asking you to be able to just through catching yourself and harvesting from inside of you things that make you feel good. And then we don't remember. You write it down. If you try to remember, you'll forget. And as you get older, it gets worse and worse. If you have 500 things you go through and you say, what colors am I going to wear today? What perfume am I going to wear today? Who am I going to make somebody's day? What charitable activities will we do? Serendipitous, making people feel good. What types of um, learning am I going to include? And you can actually plan and design the day to uplift yourself. It's not scientific. It's experiential. So if you like chocolate chip cookies. You might bake them and have them in the kitchen. You may not even eat them. All you have to do is smell them. Okay? You might go to your little girl whom you love and say, what can I do to make her life beautiful? Every morning in my meditation and prayer, I say to myself, what can I do to help Victoria, my 35-year wife, who's amazing, a blessing, so that she will feel loved? Every day I do that. And ideas pop out of my unconscious. It could be words, it could be a cuddle, it could be let's go out to dinner, it could be anything of that nature. So we're harvesting things that bring about the experience, either in memory, could be a movie, could be a person you're with, could be next week we go to Crete, we're going to spend a month in Crete. 
and we speak, Vic speaks 24 languages, and when we get to Crete, just anticipating Crete, the, the uh, kebabs that we'll have, the people that we'll meet, we're going to be going to Chania, Ayas Nicolas, the Beach, and there, I can feel and smell the ocean in the harbor. I can very easily, so can you, go to Jerusalem. I used to live in Jerusalem as an archaeologist. And I can walk in the wall of Jerusalem and look down to the sook, the market, and see where we're going to buy coffee and where we're going to get pizza bread and hummus. And by putting myself there, I feel uplifted. So, speaking about that uh, feeling, one of the things that you also teach a lot of your high net worth individuals who are very, very driven and they come to you, I guess, for business coaching or life coaching. And one of the first things that you insist that we do is insert play and playfulness and that childlike wonder. Is that part of the menu of 10s and 25s and 50s and 100s? Is that something yes. that we... Speaking yes. of flavour, one of the things that I have always admired about your marriage with Victoria and Victoria and I have enjoyed a beautiful friendship and there's so much wisdom in Victoria that's another episode on its own but uh, you'll get a life weekend concept and I think that if you know anyone in a relationship would consider doing just one thing to enhance the flavor and the richness of their relationship it would be to follow the recipe of your and yours and Victoria's Get a Life Weekend. And I would love for you to share with us what that looks like and what that's all about. I want to preface it by saying we married 35 years and it's been heaven. We fight, but we fight without destroying each other and we get much closer afterward. Okay. Get a Life Weekend means that in addition to cooking and doing business and other things, there's the parts of your life that are business quality will require planning. What holidays are you going to take? How are you going to deal with charity? What languages do you want to specialize? Um, so our Get a Life Weekend is a, a business meeting that we have every couple of weeks and then quarterly to figure out our plan of what we want to do, what we want to invest in, what we want to do for each other. Um, most of us were brought up poor. So I've been self-employed since age 12. I've paid for everything since then. And so what we tend to do is we tend to look for frugal times. We go into a fancy store and we look to get a bulk bargain and we wait for sales. And part of our get a life would be to be more abundant and to start realizing that rather than saving money, we live life to be bounty. And we know each other. So we could go into a shop. St. John's and Armani, and you want to buy one outfit. And I was saying, that's nice. Let's try on a few more. And part of the get a life has been to help big by five at a time. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it allows her to not flaunt, but to live on with what we can afford rather than be frugal in terms of our investments, in terms of where we travel, in terms of how we deal with my son or other people. In terms of what we do to give back, I myself am more traditionally religious as a rabbi. I actually pray every day to speak Hebrew. Vic is more of a universalist. I would say she's, she's a, a Jew, a Buddhist, and all kinds of things. And yet she's very spiritual. And the common denominator is spiritual. Our travel 
He was planting voter spiritual haters. So he's gone to the Vatican, he's gone to Jerusalem, he's gone to Simrib. And we visit temples in Bali. We love to be around people who celebrate their religious experience. And the Balinese do that, the Cambodians do that well. Part of the ghetto life is to make sure that every day is 10 out of 10, that we support each other. So I'll check in if Vic is having a bad day. I'll know her list of 10s and 25s, and I'll say, let's put a cork on a bottle of Brunello tonight, and let's go out to this Italian French restaurant. And all of a sudden, whatever her time, she might have been a 6 or 7 out of 10 for whatever reason, all of a sudden she's smiling from here. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.